0: Hi everyone, this is Anthony Diaz with the Pop Health Show and the show is for anyone that has a strong passion for making people healthier in this world. Um, Really excited today to have Marcus Jimenez on the show. So Marcus is the health and wellness manager at Penske Motor Group. He's done a lot of cool stuff in health and fitness and in wellness and he has a lot of passion for health and wellness, but I'm not gonna steal his thunder. I'm gonna let Marcus tell his story Marcus, welcome to the show.
1: Uh, thank you, Anthony, for having me on the show.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, no worries, and, and thank you so much for for carving out time to do this. No, it's a busy week, um, but uh, it's really great to have you on. I'm really excited to have you on, um, Marcus. Maybe tell us, take us back, teleport us back to where it all started. You know, you know, your passion for health, your focus for health. Tell us a little bit about what led you to become the person you are, or, you know, said another way, tell us a little bit about your origin story.
1: Yeah, definitely. So um, I actually uh, moved out to California uh, back in 2007, but my roots actually go back down into uh, Texas, into a a small little town, uh, Lubbock, Texas, uh, where most people may know of it either uh, by Buddy Holly, who was uh, born and raised there. Right. And then also, uh, Texas Tech University. Uh, that's the home of Texas Tech University where actually I got my, uh, college degree at my undergrad. Mm. So, yeah, my story kind of begins, um, there in Lubbock, Texas. I grew up there and, uh, did the traditional, uh, playing sports growing up. Uh, and, uh, out in Texas, football is a huge thing. So everybody needs to stay active, needs to stay healthy, needs to stay strong uh, in order to compete on that playing field. So uh, a lot of my story started there. Uh I was in uh, athletics growing up and then uh, when I went into college, um I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to do with uh, my college degree. So initially I was planning on going into the Air Force and so uh some technicalities worked out uh, or didn't work out with uh with the surgery that I had uh, for from a football injury. Uh so I decided to pursue uh my degree at at Texas Tech University. And so with that, I started off in engineering and kind of figured out that I want to do something a little different with my life because I like the physical activity component of uh, pursuing a career. So I moved on from uh, engineering and I decided to try to go for my EMT degree. And with that EMT degree, uh, healthcare is needed everywhere. So I pursued that. And my advisor suggested that in the future, there's going to be this issue that's coming up that's uh, called corporate wellness and because most people spend a large majority of their day in the workforce this is a great way to influence individuals to have healthier lifestyles and uh, better well-being in the corporate sector because a lot of people spend the majority of their day and also there's a lot of financial influence in there uh, so that kind of gives people two motives to help to help out with their health savings and to also stay active, so I went ahead and pursued my degree um, there at Texas Tech and got my degree in Exercise and Sport Sciences. And then I moved out to California back in 2007. And uh, upon moving out to uh, California, I started off as a uh, as a master trainer after completing my internship here in California. And uh, I got this great opportunity. It was uh, with this uh, kind of innovative concept called corporate wellness. And so I started with a company uh, called Bentley Prince Street. And with that program, uh, we had some pretty good successes that we had with the program. And back in 2013, we were actually featured on uh, NBC's The Biggest Loser for some of the major contributions that we were making in corporate wellness and some of the strides that we were taking to keep our population healthier. And then back in 2016, uh, I went ahead and joined up with uh, Penske Motor Group as the health and wellness manager there. And uh, just a lot of things have progressed uh, in that organization. Uh, one of the main things that's been led to the success is the uh, great leadership that we have there. Uh, Greg Penske, uh who's Roger Penske's, uh son. Mm-hmm. Uh, he owns, uh, he's the CEO of Penske Motor Group and is a strong advocate. And one of the things I'll say about corporate wellness is uh, it's only defined by the leadership that defines it. So uh, we have great leadership uh, under... Uh, the support of Greg Pinsky and also uh, the general managers that we have in the organization. They are also very strong advocates of keeping the team healthy. And then at the end, it kind of helps out with the bottom line. But uh, one of the things that really helped out is that I was able to merge my education, my experiences, and my passion of helping others uh, maximize their health potential. But mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of that started from, uh, from uh, starting as a small-town kid in uh, Texas.
0: I love it. I love it. No, I love your background. I really appreciate the the passion and and focus that you've had in in health and fitness, and um, you know it's really exciting. And obviously, you know Penske being you know such a large organization, and you know having workers that really need to elevate their well being, it's it's fascinating. You know what you're doing, you know currently. But I guess what I what I would along those lines, I'd love to hear a little bit more. There's so many different cool things new things happening in health and well-being these days from from crossfit to nutrition to safety right and ergonomics and i guess what are one or two things or maybe one thing that really has your captivation these days in in health um you know what what has your attention what has your fascination and also why marcus i'd love to just hear more
1: yes uh so Actually, one of the things that uh, I'm very excited to see in the future is going to be the technology that's actually creating some major advances in healthcare and the knowledge of well-being of others, Mm kind of like with the uh, Health Hero platform uh, that's out there. That's a great way to actually understand and comprehend the culture, uh, because one of the things in healthcare is that uh, it's, it's not unilateral, so we don't have a one size fits all type of platform. So one of the great things is the knowledge and the metrics that we are actually starting to understand about individuals and learn how to tailor uh healthcare and well-being toward these individuals and with that we're actually seeing a greater amount of success.
0: Awesome. Awesome. No, I appreciate that Marcus. Yeah, and um, you know, I guess along those lines as well. Yeah, the technology for the future for in well-being and supporting like behavior and and using, you know, incentives, gamifications, tracking is pretty fascinating. I know you're also, believe you're getting your master's in public health as well. And so you're elevating, you know, your, your way of thinking about engaging people in their health. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about, you know, not just why you're doing obviously the master's, but, you know, what are some things that you're learning and uh, hope to achieve, you know, from your learnings of, of elevating your knowledge in in the health and well-being space and, you know, how that pertains to, you know, maybe behavior change, you know. Um, I'd just love to hear more about that.
1: Yeah, so with the uh, Masters in Public Health program, one of the really nice things I like about it is uh, having the uh, formal and technical knowledge about there. And one of the things that is changing in in the next few years is actually how healthcare approaches. Population health management, and with that, as opposed to focusing on a population health management as Mm -hmm. helping individuals after they get sick, it's more of uh, an approach that's being taken now is actually by progressive uh, population health management by keeping individuals healthy before they actually develop uh, chronic diseases or chronic conditions, Mm. and uh, with the public health program. Uh, That's one of the major things that the public health sector is actually looking to institute is by creating better parks and recreational uh, facilities and making better uh, health environments where individuals can go out uh, into better air quality, into uh, better uh, safety environments to where they're not concerned about uh, their communities having issues if they go out and they ride their bike, if they go out for a run. So that's one of the things that a lot of the major public health initiatives are taking underway is to try to create environments and then also the communication of communicating the importance of individuals staying healthy, staying active, and then actually trying to avoid chronic diseases rather than having to live with chronic diseases and then learning how to manage them. Mm -hmm. So I believe that one of the great things with technology is that now people are actually starting to understand how their health is evolving, kind of like with the Fitbits, being able to track your sleep, being able to track your activity, being able to also track a lot of your nutrition with some of the, the technologies that are out there. So now people are actually able to log that data and kind of see what is helping benefit them. And uh, with the Master's in Public Health program, that also helps out to be with uh, my cohort uh, of students who are also kind of following the same mission, And then we kind of will help collaborate to discuss what are some of the opportunities and what are some of the new initiatives that are actually gaining traction within uh, population health management.
0: Mm, mm. Yeah. And along along those lines, yeah, what are are some, you know, tell me a little bit about population health management in action. What are some, you know, for our listeners out there, maybe you can illustrate an example program or two. Maybe it's community-based, maybe it's uh, employee-focused or patient-focused, but you know what are you seeing like that has your has uh has some interest in in terms of whether the what the program's teaching you or maybe like the the way of thinking about population health, population health management. Any any examples at uh, in, uh, in a deeper detail?
1: Yeah, definitely. um I, I think the I think the baseline toward everything is going to be engagement. Mm. And so I think that's kind of the underlying opportunity that we're seeing a lot in population health management. So whether that's engagement in eating better, um, engagement in social constructs by encouraging individuals to have uh, better social relationships by volunteering, things of that nature. And then, of course, with physical activity, uh, I think that's where we've seen the greatest process that ties everything together is when we have the engagement in the physical activity because we have individuals who are now starting to see seen uh, progress as far as like with losing weight, uh, increasing their energy, getting stronger. But then that also draws in a social component to where now they're creating better friendships because they're accomplishing the same mission by getting through a workout, getting through exercise regiments. And then also with that with the engagement in physical activity, Uh, In order to sustain these uh, physical challenges, you also have to have uh, better and uh, more proper nutrition. So the physical activity kind of draws everything in together and uh, also gives the element of competition. (coughs) So uh, we also have a lot of individuals who are starting to compete in different things. Like with uh, our program there at Penske Motor Group, Mm -hmm. Uh, we Mm -hmm. offer different physical challenges. Like our team has done for the last three years, the Ragnar Relay which Mm -hmm. is a 200-mile relay that goes from Huntington Beach to San Diego. And we run straight through the day, straight through the night, until we actually reach uh, the finish line over in San Diego. So that draws individuals to challenge themselves at a higher capacity than just going out and moving. But at the same time, we do encourage individuals that are just getting started with their fitness journey to go off and to just try to engage in physical activity. So we have some individuals that they'll just go out and start walking around the block They'll go. They'll go for try to jog a mile, and then at a certain point they'll try to compete in a 5K race where they'll run mm-hmm. 3.1 miles. And then, as we have one individual there at um, Longo that has lost almost 200 pounds, uh, Lester Fox. He's come a long way, mm-hmm. and last year he ended up running his first 5K. And then this year, he actually ended up competing in a 15K, where he ended up running almost 10 miles. So wow. that's one of the great things of engaging in the physical activity. Everybody starts somewhere. A lot of people uh, do not realize that uh, you have to start from where you are right. and then in order to get where you want to go. And that's one of the nice things that's very inspirational with uh, Lester is that he just started off. By not wanting to feel the way that he felt, uh, with some of his aches and pains and not being able to get up the stairs comfortably. So to where now he's actually running almost ten miles in a comfortable setting. So that's one of the great things that anybody can do anything as long as you get started at where you are.
0: I love it. I love it, Marcus. Yeah, I know it's uh I'm right there with you. I mean, it's you gotta honor you gotta honor our people like where they're at and and guide them on a journey step by step and encourage them. Right. So in everything you mentioned, if, if I'm hearing correctly, you know, it's, there's some gamification there. There's got some competition elements, but really it's this sense of connection, this community, this encouragement element that you're bringing. And, you know, studies show, right. in population health, like these are the things that matter. And this is the way that we've been ever since we were cavemen. Right. Um, you know, these are the things that are inside in our DNA that causes, that can be leveraged to increase our health again. But somehow society has it backwards and we're behind desks all day, sitting down all day and, you know, eating processed food. And then it's a vicious cycle to break out of, but it sounds like you've got a a phenomenally great and loving, you know, support system there and a great program going there, Marcus. Um, so really fascinating to see and really excited to see what you're doing in population health and and with your master's there. Um, I guess going going uh, back to the future <laughs> of health, uh, no pun intended. But uh, tell me, tell me a little bit more about your what else is going to happen? What else is your vision of health in the future? I know you mentioned technology, uh, progressive, you know, population health management programs. What else do you want to see happen uh, in the future?
1: One of the uh, main things is uh, to. Try to help out with chronic diseases, especially mm-hmm. uh, one that's kind of on uh, a major radar of mine. is going to be a lot of uh, lifestyle diseases, kind of like diabetes and heart disease, because a lot of these are actually preventative lifestyle disease that by changing things that we have control over, these are certain things that we can help improve on. And I was actually excited to see that the CDC actually reported uh, at the beginning here of June that there's now actually a downward trend in the in uh, diabetes in the cases that are uh, that are uh, like in incidence uh, cases of diabetes with the. Uh, or with the CDC. So really? that's one of the great things. Uh. Yeah. So that's that's a great that was kind of great news to hear is that after uh, 20 years of increasing in uh, diabetes cases, we've actually now seen to where they plateaued, and now we're actually starting to see a downtrend of disease cases of diabetes. So that's one of the great things is that uh, the traction is actually now starting uh, to take hold, and we're actually starting to see this one lifestyle uh, intervention taking hold. And we do know that diabetes leads to other issues such as heart disease Mm
0: -hmm. and other
1: chronic uh, illnesses. So, that, I mean, that's a great start. I mean, I, I believe oh, that yeah. as a as society, we're moving in the right direction. I
0: love it. I love it. And Marcus, what, what do you do to stay healthy? What do you do that keeps the engine going?
1: For me, I, I like to, uh, for the uh, most part, I just like to move. So, yeah. uh, I do a yeah. lot of activities. Uh, I like to do a lot of the 5Ks, uh, 10Ks. Uh, we recently just competed in the uh la triathlon uh so that one it started over at uh, venice beach and then uh it ended up over at la Live. so i do like to kind of be out in the open I-, I love doing uh different activities like crossfit uh the high intensity interval training uh so i do a little bit of uh everything uh including like the spartan races i do like to compete though Yeah. so uh, one of the things i like to do is just stay active in every modality that way I'm able to run, I'm able to swim, I'm able to bike. And then also like with outdoor pursuits, um, I like also doing like the Spartans and all that. So I try to vary up my uh, workout regimen, including the intensity. Uh, some days I'll just uh, be running and listening to a podcast, you know, at a casual pace. Or yeah. some other days I'll be going out for like full-on sprints and uh, hiking up uh, a mountain. So I like to diversify the workout regimen. Uh, mainly so that it doesn't get stagnant to where I get bored with what I'm doing. But at the same time, I don't want to just focus on one domain and not being able to be uh, proficient in another. So I like to kind of keep that variety in there and then also kind of change up the routines that I'm doing.
0: I love it. I love it, Marcus. No, it sounds exciting. And uh, yeah, I've been doing a little similar too. I find sometimes, the podcast listening for light, you know, working out, right, you know, running. And uh, I haven't done a Spartan race yet or anything like that. I need to work up to that, but, but um, you're inspiring me here for sure, Marcus. But uh, um, I guess, uh, well, Marcus, again, I wanted to be sensitive of your time. This was great, you know, having you on the show, hearing about your origin, your passions, your vision of health, and then obviously your ascension from an educational perspective, just to expand your, your impact of what you can do, right. in population health and what you are doing already, you're doing, a made a lot of people healthy you're, you you've done, that a lot. You're doing it right now, and it sounds like you're about to grow and scale that even more. And so that's a, that's a super big blessing. I'm really inspired by your passion, and your work. Um, Marcus, let me ask you what would be a great way for our listeners to get a hold of you if you would like that to happen? <laughs>
1: uh, one of the best ways to connect uh, is actually with uh, LinkedIn.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. I just like
1: to stay connected uh, with others uh, there as far as LinkedIn. Um, or also they can email me, uh, through my, uh, email address at, uh, marcus.jimenez at pinskymotorgroup.com. And I generally try to get back to individuals, uh, within the same day. I try to be respectful of uh, your time and, and the communication, but yeah, one of the best ways is, uh, many times through LinkedIn is, uh, mm-hmm. to be able to get a hold of me. I love it.
0: I love it. Well, Marcus, again, thank you so much for being on the show love to have you back as you work on more uh more things in in population health and just you know have other projects that you're working on come to fruition but again marcus this was phenomenal having you on the show this was this was great
1: thank you anthony yeah and uh likewise thanks for having me on the show and i look forward to kind of seeing what uh the future holds with technology including uh platforms like health hero and the benefits that that'll be making into our population health management
0: Appreciate it. Appreciate it, Marcus. Thank you so much. Yeah, this was this was great. And thank you so much, Marcus. Really appreciate it.
1: Okay, Anthony. Have a great rest of your day.
0: You too. Thank you.
1: Mm-hmm.